Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. This is your unscripted, unedited podcast about working in the marketing and advertising world. Your hosts and marketing professionals, Victoria Yassam and Nicole Hearn, give you the good, the bad, and the ugly truth about what they deal with on a daily basis. Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. I'm Victoria. And I'm Nicole. And y'all. We had to hit the record <laughs> button. Me and her just sitting here talking. <laughs> and I was like, Nicole, we just need to record this. Yes. So here we are bringing you a very unscripted, yes. probably very unedited conversation. Oh, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Can you hear the guy? He's decided he's going <laughs> to blow some leaves. They're not very unedited. I'm so sorry, Tom. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love it. Just, you know, whatever. This oh is how this God. is how our podcast goes. So this let's just roll life. with it. We're also drinking champagne. Maybe we so. ask him to come in and tell us how he feels right. about his blowing leaves. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, y'all. So I'm sitting here talking to Nicole, and I am at that point in my business where I want to scale and scale by very big numbers. So I said to Nicole, I was like, you know what? Like, how do you just get big? How do you just get really, really big? And that's kind of what we were talking about. Yeah, I mean, I think we have talked about in our previous podcast, maybe scaling a little bit. I don't know. I honestly don't even remember. But yeah, she had asked me this question. And I feel like it's like a short question with a very, very deep response because I think it depends on what your goals are like mm -hmm. what you're trying to achieve I feel like when I first started out I didn't really know I was just like I just want to make money and I'll take you know Joe Schmo like if he just wants to do quote unquote social media like I'll take whatever I can but that's the thing is you have like at first you have to take everything you can. I, and I think for me uh, what the big biggest difference between you and I is that I was I worked for a corporation you know that was in television so I was Hold there for I don't think it's a leaf blower. Excuse me. What's he doing? What's he doing? He's fucking leaf blowing, but I I know some guy. I know some guy is downstairs working on like the brickwork, but like Oh, did he, he stop? Just, yeah, he stopped. Oh. Hey, hey you. <laughs> could you I wonder could you, you shut that shit down, please? <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I think the biggest difference with you and I is that, you know, I, I worked for a corporation. I was there for eight years. I, I just been in I've been in the opposite side of what you do for a long time. So I've established a client base. I've established a lot of relationships in the industry. Um a lot of my business is referred. Doesn't mean I still don't send emails and make phone calls and knock on doors. I actually stopped out at an automotive dealership the other day when I was in Hunt Valley because um, I was like, maybe they're there. Maybe they're not. I don't know. I have no shame in it. Um, but I think it's like determining your goals. As you know, you're a smart person putting a plan together. But sometimes, too, it's like I feel like in our business, it's I don't. I'll be honest, I don't like coming up with business plans. I like coming up with goals. Mm -hmm. I like coming up with concepts. I like coming up with um, but a, like a full blown business plan. Yeah, it doesn't work either. for me. It doesn't I, work for me. Yeah. It doesn't motivate me. It doesn't excite me. Um, I'm more of like a okay. My goal is to get one client on next year that's spending over one million dollars. And my goal is to get this particular client on. Like that's kind of how I am. And then I focus on that type of client or getting myself around those people. I think we are who we hang out with. I think 
getting out of what's comfortable is important. Um, I think forcing yourselves into bigger network groups and events and like, you know, I told Victoria, like, you know, I'd be happy to invite you to some some things that I'm invited to. Some of it I don't like because I think it's all bullshit. I don't want to shake hands and kiss babies with people that I know that, A, I may never get business from or really just don't give a shit if I'm there or not. Um, and I think being strategic about that comes with, you know, time. So I think, you know, stuff like that. But like, you know, I told you you're in Hartford County. You need to get a little bit outside your box. I know you love it here. You know, she's got it's, her whole breakfast meetings and her network you, things that it's she does. not even like... First of all, I live here. Right? She does live here. That so is correct. It, but it's like, it happened kind of on accident, not strategically. Right. Okay. I wound up doing a lot of stuff up here. But with that being said, we've got clients like all over the coast. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not like I just do business here, but that's kind of on my goal. My goal docket for 2023 is to start being a part of like bigger organizations where there's like more high dollar spending mm -hmm. people that are part of them and all of that stuff. And I think like just realizing that is, is kind of helpful. Yeah. So like if anyone's listening and they're just like, how do I scale? Like, I think you're right. Like, it's just, you, you are who you hang out with. And when you're dealing with these like mortgage lenders or whoever at these little groups, like, yeah, I think too, like, I mean, you're a confident person. I'm a confident person, but I think sometimes too, it's like, um, Sometimes when we have a really good client, it's like we don't want to ask for more. Or we don't want to do those things. I um, For anybody out there who uses like QuickBooks or anything like that, like you get – I'm losing thousands of dollars. Like one client I lost – I've already had $15,000 coming out of my pocket in the last two years because I pay the fees. So when everybody – you know, most business owners use credit cards mm -hmm. to swipe. So when they swipe their credit card – let's just say I'm making $10,000 a month off them. I'm getting hit with like $600 in fees just for them swiping. That's one client. Yeah, That's, that's for one month. Okay. One month. So multiply that times 12, multiply that times how many years you've had them. So I made a strategic decision that going into January one, I was going to send out a really nice email to all my clients and saying, moving, starting January 1st, 2023, when you decide if you choose to use a credit card to pay for your fee your the processing fee will be x x percentage yeah. which is lower than what actually quickbooks is even charging so i'm still taking a little bit of a hit but i'm not taking the hit hit that i would normally take yeah. or they can pay ach oh my god the backlash i've gotten from the people that i would never expect to well i what? guess i'll just send a check so are you telling me that this whole time you've been hiding fees from us? I'm like, well, technically I haven't been hiding fees because I've been eating them. I've been eating the fees. I've been taking yeah. the loss. Um, but you know what? It's it's business. It's not personal. Mm -hmm. And we, I got through the tough conversations. And I'm proud of myself for having the tough conversation because I was very – I was a little nervous. I was like, she's like, this might not end up going well. And then like my client, like my one client was like, it's not a big deal. Like I completely understand. I just kind of wasn't expecting that email to come. And quite frankly, I didn't know you were getting fees. And I'm thinking, what? It's a little funny though. It's like, cause every company out there that swipes a credit card, somebody's taking the hit. But you don't think about it unless you're dealing with it. You don't. And you yeah. don't think about it until you start seeing thousands and thousands of dollars getting taken out of your mm -hmm. pocket. So... You know, but I was like, I'm a business owner. Why am I? If if anybody came, if you came to me and said this is what's happening, I'm like, girl, you go to them. You you tell them yeah. that they're gonna pay. But it's like I'm sitting here. Pre I need to practice what I'm preaching. And I was thinking about that too. If I practiced what I preached, yeah, I, where I would be would be 
so much higher. Yeah. I think you like, need to increase your prices though and not be scared about it. So And if somebody says, yes, No, sorry, I can't afford that, then it's like they're not the right client. We're we're kind of getting to that point. Um because the, I mean, the business has only been around, I've only been doing this full time mm-hmm. for two years, right? So it, it's been around for a little bit longer than two years, but I've, I've only been actually like working it for two years. And like at first you're just like, like you said, oh my God, I got to pay my bills. Like I'll just mm-hmm. take everything, all of the things. And then some of like the crappier clients drop off. And, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like for this next phase, we do want to scale. We want to grow. We want to have clients that are, I don't want to say worth it because I, all my clients are worth it right now. If you're listening. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to be able to have people who want to be a part of their marketing plan. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like they're willing to spend the money. They see the value in spending the money and then we can just start scaling that way. But it's just like, I, I look at some of these companies and I'm like, how do they get to that point? Like, mm-hmm. and we're do we're doing well. We're scaling, mm-hmm. we're growing. But I just I want so much more, so much faster. And it's good. It's good that you want more. I mean, that's that's a burning desire and you should want it. And I think too, it's like you know, some people are like, set realistic goals. I don't know. I, I go I go back and forth with that. Like I feel if like I set realistic to- goals, I think some realistic goals, yes, but I also think it's like, all right, well then next year. Like make one like I'm I, my goal is to get like this the biggest client you've ever had on mm-hmm. right and just go after it you have twelve months yeah you know what I mean it's just I don't know it's I mean I wish I had some like secret sauce for it but I really don't like I like I said I think fortunately I have a good reputation so I have people that call me and say hey look like they're looking for an agency it doesn't always mean I get the business I mean I had somebody call me directly three months ago they were looking for somebody. And he's like, and I, you know, I, I want to hire you. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I was like so excited. I went and I met with them. And then like two weeks ago, they emailed me. And so I think we're just going to kind of stick with the, you know, the um status quo and just do what we're doing. But, you know, but when we're ready to do something, like we'll call you. And it's kind of like, okay, like, so it's great that they called me. But then it's like it doesn't, I don't always mm-hmm. get the business either. Or I'm always up against four other agencies. And that's the thing, too, with stuff about our business is that, Typically, if somebody will sit down with you, they're typically sitting down with somebody else too, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to really like bring all your shit to the table, like what you're good at and how you do it. And maybe too, like Victoria, maybe you look and see like what can you add? Is there just one little component you can add that even if you're not super I, – I am about staying in your lane. I don't need anybody like – I know. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. But I'm just saying is there one component maybe with social media that you're missing or that you can maybe make it – more robust or more appealing that maybe you're not, you know, doing. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, that's a good point. I think it's just like fucking social media. Like you're on there and you see all these people just like live in their best life. And again, I am just a very driven person. Yeah. So the company is fine. It's not like anything like it's, yeah. There's nothing that, and you shouldn't have to apologize for that either. Wanting more is, I always want more. I'm always going to want more. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy in my life. My business is doing great. And I could just sit here and just not do much. I could just not do anything and just be happy with the clients I have and pray that maybe they don't fire me or one of them doesn't like (laughs) die or something or retire. But 
I want to grow and I want to like keep getting bigger and I want to keep adding layers. Like this podcast is a whole nother layer to our businesses. It's, yeah. it's a big deal. So I'd say fucking go for a big client next year. Why not? And because once you have one of those clients and like that is your case study, yeah. that's what you go to other markets with. Yeah. That's what I did. Like Metropolitan Bath and Towel, love them. But they're like my case study. Like they're they're multi-market. So when I'm like trying to get in other markets, I'm like, this is what I've done for them. This is how I work with them. This is their numbers. Like this is how great they've done. And I think you just need one of those. And mm -hmm. once you get like one of those under your belt, it'll just open up doors for other opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And I'm really excited for 2023 and to kind of see like what it brings and what I can do. Like I am 110% reevaluating everything I'm doing for the business, mm -hmm. the people who work for me, the groups I'm a part of, where I'm spending my time. And like for me, I, I like a challenge, mm -hmm. right? And I want to be that person that's like, I want to I want to do this. I just want to try it. I just mm -hmm. want to see if I can be good at it, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of like what it was with the business. And then it was like, oh, shit, I get to do this full time now. And then it's, you know, it's it's a lot of growth really fast. Mm -hmm. And I really think I, I I think you're right. I think I just need to like reevaluate, like, what am I doing right now? Mm -hmm. And start to like think bigger picture mm -hmm. and go from there. And there's probably some people you can trim out. There's probably yeah. some groups you can oh, yeah. reevaluate. There's probably some categories of business that you're not going after because you're just not comfortable or you don't think you'd be good at it, but you probably will be. I was certain when I went on my own that automotive was going to be like my baby. Like every automotive dealer is going to work with me because that's who I know. Those are the guys I know. Those are the guys I've worked with. I don't have one automotive dealer. Not one. <laughs> I still talk to all of them, but I don't have one of them. And I think it was like a blessing in disguise because yeah. they are by far the hardest to work with. Um, love all them, but by far, when it comes to marketing advertising, there if you if you if you stay with them for a year, that's a blessing. But they will fire you. So I think it was just a blessing in disguise. Where like home improvement has like been my big thing, not be, not well, by choice. Look but at just the market though it. too, right? Mm -hmm. You had COVID where everyone is doing home improvement, and now mm -hmm. Tesla is kind of setting a precedent for dealerships, like. It was probably, and don't you love those when you're like, oh, I made the right decision. I didn't even know Hell it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just made the Not best that decision. I wouldn't take an automotive dealer on because I understand the business very well, but um, it's just funny how life works. And I just think it was meant to work out that way. Mm -hmm. But I'm certain there's probably, if you look at your list of clients, there's probably a category that you're just unfamiliar with. But then you know so many good people that are in the industry. Like you could just reach out and be like, hey, look, I don't know shit about this industry, but I know you might know it. So what do you yeah. think? You know, like lean on me, lean on your people. Um, yeah. I mean, I've done that. I've definitely made my circle small. I've made, I've looked at my time and how I'm spending it. Um, I, I think all those things matter. So I think when you make that adjustment, I think other doors will open and, and those things will happen. But Let's fucking go in 2023. I'm ready to fucking roll in the cheddar. Bring I in the know. dough. I'm so excited for this year. I am too. I really am. Like when I turn on the news, I'm like, I don't know about 2023, doom and gloom, um, housing market's not going to be I'm like, psh, turn it off. Yeah, like, I don't 100%. even listen. I don't even listen. I'm like health and wealth. Let's go. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, on that note, <laughs> well, guys, we like I said, we were just talking about it. Hopefully, mm -hmm. we decided to hit the record button. This is a great mini sode. Um, mm -hmm. Hopefully, you guys got some stuff from it. But 
you know, these are the normal conversations. So surround yourself with people who can help you get out of your own mind. Make a plan in 2023. Make a plan. Yeah. You know, like put it on paper. It doesn't have to be a blueprint. Um, it doesn't have to be this elongated thing, but just have one goal. Just set one goal, whatever that is, whether it's about your health, your wealth, your relationships, whatever it is. Just set one goal because I get it. Like we all have like thousand goals and then like the New Year's comes and we're like, oh, that went down the tubes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, guys. Well, well until next time, stay mad about marketing. Mm-hmm.